0: Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Pokey Tower Podcast. Yeah.
1: What's going on, everyone? Welcome into the uh, Poke Tower Podcast. How's everyone doing? It is episode 18. Episode 18. Yeah. It's quite a few. <laughs> quite a few. Uh Thank you everyone for listening. It doesn't listening. feel like it. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it. That's why it's like, every time I come back, I'm like, wow, I, I feel like the last episode we did, we were like 16. I feel like we were like, just started a month ago. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Uh, so thank you guys for the support. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, again, if you guys haven't, please subscribe, please rate, and please review the podcast anywhere possible that you can. Tell your mom, your brother, and your friends about us. We are going to be the number one uh, Pokemon collectible, Pokemon anything podcast this year. We're definitely going the number do one
0: Poke Tower podcast.
1: Yeah, we're, we're going to be the number one Pokemon podcast. Ooh. There you guys go. You heard it. I just This year, so we're going to make it happen, but we need you guys' help. All right, All so right. for this week, uh, we have a uh, giveaway winner.
0: Yeah, this is from the YouTube live stream. We've, we've done three YouTube live streams. We decided to do a giveaway on the live stream uh, last minute on, uh, what was it, last Thursday? So episode three, the question was, how many reprints... Has Hidden Fates Had. So the set dropped. This is just a little knowledge for you guys. The set dropped in 2019. Uh, There was a reprint in May. It was a a holiday
1: set similar to Champion's Path. Yeah.
0: Um, There was a reprint in May of 2020. That's when I bought the majority of my cases. Uh, Then there was a reprint in October 2020 of 2020 that's the one that that's right most of you guys know about yeah where i bought majority of my tins and stuff like that and then the latest reprint is the etbs that we're dealing with right now that's three waiting to get my hands on one of those so three reprints the winner is ivan i'm just going to say your your tiktok name at ivan dot
1: zero one three four hey congrats ivan um, you're going to be receiving your giveaway uh, prize in the mail. So I'll be hitting you up on uh, on TikTok. There's your go. handle, Ivan. So, again, thank you, Ivan, for uh, participating. And again, the correct answer is three. Um, you guys swoop up any of those ETBs? I, I didn't. didn't. You know, I haven't. No. I want to because I want that promo card. But
0: I have a feeling we're going to share some stuff with you guys today that is going to turn your attention away from that. And you're going to be buying some real gems. Oh, yeah. And there's there's nothing wrong with Hidden Fates. I still stand by it as one of the better modern sets. But, um, you know, as long as they keep reprinting, there's always a risk that the stuff we are collecting um, loses value. And not so much right now, but, you know, just think long term. What happens if there's like 12 reprints? What if there's like three more this this year? That's the type of stuff you got to consider. So we got some really good stuff on the top five.
1: Or do we see the end because Shining Fates is coming out?
0: What? I think it's headed more towards right. that direction.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm I think sure. it's too.
0: I, I I see Shining Fates being printed more than Hidden Fates.
1: So I think so. Yeah, because it, it being the, like really anticipated right. set. You know what I mean? And because it's hidden been around Fates, the, the time it is the 25th anniversary and stuff. Hidden Fates was the set
0: that a lot of new collectors got in on. So Pokemon wasn't ready for that explosion. They're like, now oh, they're, they're ready. Like, you like this? Yeah, you like this. <laughs> now they're ready. Why do you think they Here's came out with another set Here's with the shiny <laughs> vault? Yeah. <laughs> So, the Hidden Fates was like a tester, and then I think everyone underestimated how many collectors would come in, you know, to the hobby with COVID and things like that, getting bored, stuck at home, trying to be a day trader with Pokemon cards. I don't think anyone could have saw that coming. So, the hobby blows up 2019. Hidden Fates is like everyone's like babysit. That's like what most people know is, you know, the first thing walking in. Um, So, Shiny Fates will probably get printed a little bit more, but that's... That's some pretty in depth stuff. We 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 don't have to dig too far into it right now because none of it's really happened. Um, But I I think that's it for the intro. Yeah, Poketar Top 5. All right, let's get into the Top (laughs) 5. Top 5. We got some good ones today. I I made a tier, I made a small tier of. I guess from number five down to number one in terms of like prices. So it's like a, it's like a teardrop top. The the first one here on number five will be like the cheapest option possible. A little reverse pyramid scheme. Yeah. There you go. Reverse pyramid scheme. Side hustle. (laughs) It's not a pyramid scheme. All right. Uh, Number five on the top five. These are, these are new. I asked Devin if we had introduced these, but we haven't. So um, Pokemon, Plasma Blast, not Plasma Storm, Plasma Blast, Mm -hmm. Diamond and Pearl era. Something I wasn't a part of, but what made me want to look these up was I was on TikTok. Is Plasma Blast Diamond and Pearl?
1: Yes. The Pokemon in the card says Diamond and Pearl, but I think that's black and white. Is it? I think it's black and white, Plasma Blast, Well, but most of the cards in the set are from Diamond and Pearl. Let me tell you this when I looked it up. So, I was on
0: Instagram scrolling through and someone had shared... All their plasma blast elite trainer boxes. They had a ton of them. This is someone who just had a ton of boxes, and he was like, "Wow, twenty twenty one starting off great. I got these boxes here. They were like a thousand dollars a piece. So, and these are elite trainers. These are not like booster boxes or anything. These are elite trainers. Mm-hmm. He said they're selling for like a thousand a piece. Um, he, so, just, he
1: he kept them sealed.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Uh, number five, Palkia. Number 100 out of 101. It's a pretty small set, guys. 101. Pretty small set. This is just a full art card. I know in Devin's Sleeper Picks, we talked about the silver-looking cards with Dialga. Yep, yep. Those are the full arts as well. These are just regular full arts, but the artwork is one of a kind. It kind of has a really cartoony look to it. I don't know how to explain it. But um, for 2014, really nice artwork and unique. Yeah, Plasma Blast. That was black and white. Yeah um so you're gonna this is a when when i talk about these cards these are to get ahead to get ahead of the pokemon rush that is on the way 2014 is not considered vintage it's not modern it's just out of print and it's very low
1: oh yeah i've seen those i've actually seen the jirachi from
0: that set it's very very low very low print right because they didn't have the demand back then so they didn't
1: make as much that's what makes this stuff yeah those are sick and i have the uh the Plasma Storm stamp on them. Well, it's not like a stamp, but like the little art that they throw in there, the P and the S mm-hmm. in the background. Yeah. yeah. All kinds of cards have this stuff. Yeah, um, cool. Or Plasma Blast, whatever it is.
0: Um, Palkia, 100-101 out of 101. He sells for less than $20 raw. Higher end, you're going to pay more than, you know, 20 bucks, Uh But you can get the Greasy Special. You might find something that's worth, you know, PSA 8, 9, 10 quality. So, here's the kicker here. PSA 9 uh, had sold for 75 bucks. That's not much of a return or increase in value. But this is a long play here. This is this is something you get now because in 18 months you're not going to be able to touch it for less than 100 bucks. So, if you like Palkia and you like Dialga, you're a diamond and pearl fan, this is a great opportunity right now because no one's paying attention to it. Yeah, no, these, these are some solid picks. These solid, some solid. Picks. Less than twenty bucks. And Palkia, solid. Palkia is actually not as popular as number four here, Dialga. And bef- let me let me backtrack a little bit. Palkia, there's not even any PSA ten sales uh, mm. on this, so that means check the pop on this, guys. I hadn't I hadn't looked it up. It could be extremely low pop. Great great card. It has it has all the mechanics of what we look for, right? Low population, amazing artwork from a set. That has you know that wasn't printed much. It's in that it's that uh, it's that Mega Charizard <coughs> EX feel that we were talking about, right? He's just it's more of a commodity because there just wasn't that much printed. So uh, check it out, uh, Palkia, one hundred out of one hundred and one. Number four, Dialga, ninety nine out of one hundred and one. The more popular guy, the more, popular the more popular monster popular one for sure. He sells upwards of thirty dollars raw, but you can find some for less than thirty. And I bet you if you found one for forty five. You could probably shoot an offer for thirty and get it, and probably get a minty one. Minty being PSA, you know, nine, maybe eight yeah, on the lower end of that. Uh, I wouldn't expect a ten. PSA nine sells for eighty bucks. So again, you turn a thirty dollar bill with a bulk rate, right? You could do a bulk rate on this uh, into forty bucks. You're now at eighty bucks. You doubled the value. Very small, very small turn here. But we're we're trying to get ahead, you know. A year. Imagine what this card will be in a year from now. Very much like the Reshiram and Zekrom card, the gold cards that I had bought. Very much the same idea is that um, those cards already sell for a couple hundred bucks. But when I got mine for you know ninety bucks or something like that, seventy bucks for the other. When you do that, you've already locked in value. But then on top of that, you know, in eighteen months, I have a feeling. More people will have caught on to what's actually collectible. We have a lot of newbies in the space right now. When they get hip to what we're talking about, they're going to want it. They will never even know that these prices existed at one point.
1: Yeah, it's almost like the step um, between like keeping sealed product and then getting ahead, like getting ahead of the curve is like that that step. When you're a newbie, before like, keeping yeah, sealed products, so right, you right, have right. like you have like the the turn and burns where you. Rip open your packs. You sell your chase cards. You grade your chase cards. You know, what I mean, you sell, sell your bulk. whatever. Sell your bulk. Do all that stuff, right? The normal stuff, and then <clears throat> you have this other step where you can uh, keep sealed uh, sealed product for a very long time, yep. right? Keep it for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Everything's cool, but w- the step that everyone's missing is that that he- that curve, and that's what we're trying to show everyone here and have you guys mm-hmm. all learn is that there's this massive curve that people haven't caught yet. Let me that's let me sh- that disconnect. We talk about you know right, and because this is this is very important. That that curve right there, if you can get in front of it, this the card usually is going to gain value first before that set will actually gain value. So, like, people will buy up all the 10s when they're at $500 in two years mm-hmm. before they go and they buy a sealed booster box for $500 because they're not even sure if they're going to get it. Yeah. Not even sure. You know what I mean? That's what that's what a smart collector are doing. That's the ones that are, that are staying in the hobby for a long time, that are maintaining yeah. these prices. That's what they're going to do. You know what I mean? Yep. And then once all the lower cards have sold, now you have these thousand to twelve hundred dollar PSA ten uh, Diagas because people bought boxes instead and pulled it, and they're like, "I got a ten. This is super rare." Blah blah blah. blah. Now, now you have a new price range up there, and you're like, "Oh wait! If I would have bought that card two years ago, three years, yeah. ago, three years ago, yep, I could be selling it for twelve hundred dollars right now." You know what I mean? Or now or now you have a plasma you have a plasma blast right plasma blast mm-hmm. you have a plasma blast booster box just sitting on your shelf that you bought for five hundred dollars yeah you know what i mean like that's what i'm saying the opportunity is you can go buy the sealed box right now and hope that you get it or you can buy the car raw when they're going super cheap right now and hit yeah. your hit your uh your jam and before everyone starts looking for it there's
0: a sweet spot here too so that psa 9 diago sells for 80 psa 10 sells for 280 that's pretty darn good uh for a 2014 card. I mean, people have not discovered this yet. That's the thing. Remember, you guys got to remember, there's probably 70, I would say, upwards of 80-something percent of collectors got in 2020. Everything you're seeing on TikTok, everything you're seeing on YouTube, all started in 2020. There's not a lot of people that have knowledge, even from 2017 and back. They, it's just, it doesn't exist to them because they're like, no, I dropped in this era you know, and then they just kind of go forward with the hype. They're moving along with hype. Do the research here. These are great cards to have. And I would even say that if you don't like buying raw cards and grading them, it's totally viable to buy a Dialga right now, PSA nine for 70 to $80 and then hold it for 12 to 18 months. You will get your money back and some guarantee it. Or you, you, if you really like the card, you go for some tens and you pay you pay 200 plus for a PSA 10 because you know, based on the history of Pokemon and how things are going, you know that that 10, you know, for a Legendary or a Full Art like that will be 350 400 maybe $500. Um, and that's not like speculation. That's just that's just following exactly what Pokemon's been doing as people get
1: hip to what yeah. what was yeah. good or what wasn't good, this, that, and the other Um it's a pattern. Mm-hmm. It's a pattern. It goes up and down, up and down. Um, and you, what well, you, but you're you're more safe. Is that the word? More safe. For what? You're more safe with it with these types of picks right here with the Dialga and the Palkia. Oh, sure. From the Plasma Blast, you know. If someone offered me else. a PSA ten Dialga, because this is what 2014 again, you can't get these products. If someone
0: offered me a PSA ten Dialga and a PSA ten Charizard V Max, I'm taking the Dialga. Even if Charizard V Max is worth six hundo right now. I'm taking the Dialga. We could, I don't even have to look at the populations. I'm telling you it's lower. No, I agree. It's more of a commodity. Um, and we're seeing this. We're, let me give you guys an example of getting ahead of this stuff. Black and white, diamond, pearl. It's not ready yet. Like we said, we're about four or five years from that because then those kids are going to be my age. Then they're going to be having some real spending power. Um, right now, they're, it's still a little premature. But let me give you an example base set was on fire last year a lot of it had to do with youtube and people hyping it up but what happened they moved right on to rocket rocket i've been seeing a lot of rocket stuff lately and but rocket had rocket wasn't even in the picture when people were talking about base set it's because all they knew but what happened was people get curious people want to go where the value is going and now they're moving into rocket and i would be surprised i wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing jungle and fossil uh and gym heroes and if you're in the hobby, you know you already know these things are great. But when you see the masses move their attention to it, it's because they're they're trying they're chasing the timeline of Pokemon. Base set was first, then you have Jungle, Fossil, Rocket, and everything so on and so forth. So if you just follow the years of each release, you can almost predict what's going to happen. And then some sets were just kind of trash. You have to you have to acknowledge that too. But I think Dialga and Palkia, Diamond and Pearl legendaries, Full Arts. For these types of prices, are no brainers, no yeah, brainers. I, I if you like it, I'm not a Diamond I mean, Pro fan.
1: I don't think we're too far away from it either. Because to be completely transparent with all of you guys, we go through our analytics. We had we had people in the ages of my brother's similar age range. He's four years older than me, and people in my my age range, and then we had a little bit older, and that was it for a long time. And then we started getting the kids that were in the. Um, 18, like the teenagers 20 18 20 something. years old they're like those mm-hmm. are the diamond and pearl ones they're now becoming more interested in collecting mm-hmm. and they're listening to things and, and they're the gonna-
0: smart ones will get ahead of it and those yeah. will
1: be the those will be the pokey revs
0: in five years that are like how did this guy get all this crap yeah. it's like well he was paying attention when no one else was yep you know what I mean um, so it, like,
1: that's what I'm saying like that's just like proof proofs in the pudding you know what I mean like yeah. our analytics basically show that these kids in these this on age, the rise. this age age range are, are starting to become on the rise and like it's it's coming and have some perspective too
0: when I say on the rise I'm talking you know it could be 6, 12, 18 months maybe upwards of 2 years but when you you're gonna laugh when you say I bought this card for 70 bucks and then it it's like 500 in just a matter of 18 months you make what I'm still I mean I did it with the Charizard that we talked about last week Mega Charizard bought it for $50 it's now almost a $400 bill I haven't done anything but let it sit in the safe the work was done so buying these ones graded are also an option but if you enjoy buying raw cards maybe you want two, three, four of these then you could totally do it that way. The buckshot method. Yep. Works great. I don't know. Maybe maybe we have some Diamond and Pearl fans here. I don't... I'm not sure. Uh, I just wanted to share that and I think I think they're not being looked at. I like it. Um, I really, I really, really like the not vintage, not modern era of Pokemon. Like, like 2012 to like 2017 if you buy a lot of stuff in that era which is fairly cheap compared to legitimate vintage i think you're gonna do well um okay number three this was on the top five last week too but i have to keep pushing it to you guys rocket japanese booster packs they're selling for 155 bucks daily daily it won't be very long until the price point is above two hundo and then it won't be very much longer after that, where the price point goes over three hundred. It's a finite supply. If you want some rocket hollows at a discounted price, this is a great option. It's Japanese, which some people you know may have an issue with, but at one hundred and fifty-five bucks, almost any hollow you pull can get you that value back in a PSA nine or ten, which which you can almost always get in pack fresh pools. Not always. Maybe you buy from a guy that has damaged packs. You're in trouble.
1: You know what I mean? Um, so it's you look, money. Look, look at it's, the it's, look at the ratings, look at the reviews. You yep. know, make sure it's a decent seller. Yeah, I other think other that, that, it's a great buy. Pretty, it's pretty surefire. Yeah, great no, buy. No, I agree with that. That's a really good buy. But let's I'm step it up. up. One hundred
0: fifty-five bucks. You get vintage booster packs. They look freaking yeah. awesome. Between between two and three. I'm, that's why. That's what I'm saying. I'm well, here, here we're gonna step it up. We're gonna step it up a notch. Maybe you don't want Rocket Japanese. Maybe it's just 155 bucks is just too maybe much you want, for
1: you. Maybe you want English Japanese.
0: What? English,
1: <laughs> English vintage. All you right. want English vintage. I messed that up. So check it out. Number two.
0: This is new, and I think you guys are going to like it a lot. CGC Vintage Hollows. Why would you be doing that? Because we've totally gone against CGC here. It's because you need to compare the prices to PSA comps. Now, if you guys are aware... A lot of people have been theorizing or hypothesizing that CGC grades harder than PSA, which is not necessarily a good thing. However, if it's underpriced and they're grading harder than PSA, it's a great thing for us. You can buy a vintage hollow in a CGC 8, for example, for 50 bucks. You crack that bad boy open, if they're really grading hard like people are suspecting, you send it to PSA, you get a nine, and you get the same CG uh, PSA Hollow Vintage for three to four hundred dollars. This is a real thing, real thing. We looked it up. There's all kinds, so maybe you do want Rocket. You could totally buy a Rocket CGC Rocket Hollow. Don't put a number in. Go on eBay right now, CGC Rocket Hollow. I bet you there are tons of Hollows. Some of your favorites probably under a hundred bucks. Now, where do you draw the line? Do I stop at like CGC like 6, 7, 8? From just me quickly scanning, I've been stopping at 8. If I can find a CGC 8 for under 100 bucks, and then compare the price to a PSA 8, 9, or even maybe a 10 in some cases, you're going to win almost every time. Let me give you guys some examples. Let me give you some examples. Let me pull this up real quick. Hold on. I'm on my phone. I got to show you guys this cuz it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Check this out. There is this is this is a this is ridiculous to me. There's a uh, CGC 8 Blastoise from Base Set 2. CGC 8 Blastoise, Base Set 2. It's going for 199 right now. That same Base Set Blastoise, Base Set 2, sold on January 9th in a PSA 8 for 340 bucks. You're talking about a hundred and forty dollar price difference, one ninety nine versus three forty. Actually, three fifty because there's ten dollars shipping there. That's insane, and you could do this for any card. There was there was other cards too. Look at this. You can get a CGC eight Nito King, which is supposedly better than a PSA eight Nito King for sixty five bucks. So what do you do? This is what I would do. You buy the CGC eight Nito King. You crack it open for 65 bucks. you send it to PSA, and you turn it into a PSA 9. That PSA 9 will go for a couple hundred dollars. Now, why do I like this better than buying raw? Because this thing is in a slab. And if the, if the rumors are true that CGC is grading harder, you're going to get a better condition card than you possibly ever could buying it raw. Ever. It's insurance. You're paying for insurance. It's Like increased insurance from the seller look at
1: like, this 7.5 polyrath 65 bucks which what is like, that it's like someone saying I have a I have a near mint to mint card and then their friend going which is CGC saying oh yeah yeah, yeah. no it's it's near mint or mint mm-hmm. because it's in a slab and then you get it you crack it you're like yep this, I know for this, sure this there's is so near much mint flexibility here look at this base set hitmon chan CGC 8
0: 65 bucks. Base set nine tails, seven point five. And also, an interesting $70. thing too, though,
1: is that if if this starts becoming a thing where everyone's buying up all the CGC and cracking it and sending it to PSA, and they're getting worse grades, CGC might be on the rise, and they might not be cracking any CGC slabs. Well, and that might be, be the end of the era of like cheap CGC slabs. Right. 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 Well, especially if they start getting a lot back, like people are like I had originally had a CGC that's, and that's nine, and this came back a ten in a PSA. You know, that's it's going to actually tank CGC.
0: It's going to tank CGC. You think so? Yeah, absolutely. Because we'll, we'll talk about it later, um, but the, the reason right now a lot of new collectors are sending to C- CGC is because it's cheap and they have somewhat faster return times. They're not that much cheaper. No, yeah. When yeah. you consider margins, mm-hmm. you're not getting that much more of a deal. But people like the return times they are a little bit shorter right now. But they got you know they they could easily get backed up because they don't have the technology PSA has. They don't have the manpower PSA has. Right. So a much smaller company could get flooded really quick. But a lot of these new pokey vesters don't like it because it's like oh I can turn ten dollars into fifty. That's fine. We at the pokey tower we would much rather turn twenty dollars into two hundred we mm-hmm. like the margins we like the brand we like everything about PSA or BGS they just carry way more weight uh, people respect it and CGC is gonna have to do a lot to respect it um but here's another example they're on the horizon too though you know they it could like, be
1: that's why I think this is a win-win no matter what maybe you're a chicken yeah, the fact the fact that collecting has gotten as big as it is it's like you know what I mean? That there has to be more. There's gonna be have to be more than just two two grading companies. You know what I mean? To mm-hmm. to I avoid don't know. it all. So it's like if CGC's on CGC. I think is on is on the rise because there's a lot more people using it. So it's look getting at, more it's getting more exposure. Look at you know what I mean,
0: yeah. But you look at look at Facebook. Instagram was supposedly supposed to take them over. Facebook just devoured them. Facebook is going to buy everyone. You know what I mean? So see, PSA, now that they have new ownership and they're trying to get new technology, new, they could literally just start eating smaller companies. We'll take your employees, we'll take your stuff, we'll take your home base. This is now PSA headquarters. It could totally happen, um, and that, that's that's a monopoly. But um, back to what I was saying, the, there's a Clefable here for $50. It's a, it's a Base Set to 8.5. Those Clefables are really hard to grade. Really hard to grade. It's one of the harder cards to get a good grade on. If that thing, if you crack that thing and it gets a PSA nine, I'm telling you, go try to find a PSA nine Clefable for fifty bucks. You'll never find it. But BGS or CGC, sorry about that, uh, CGC eight point five for fifty bucks is like no brainer. Yeah, it's not bad. And w- you can get a Scyther, Hollow, fifty bucks. I pulled up all these. They got a polyrath, thirty five dollars, in an eight. These are just guys trying to make quick flips. That's what this is. Um, and uh, it's it's very interesting because if you're skittish and you don't want to crack open a slab and you believe in CGC, now is a great time to buy. If you really think CGC is just on the rise, you could literally buy you know close to 10 different vintage hollows for just over 300 bucks in eight or better and then just ride it out for the next year and see if cgc can prove themselves as a solid brand
1: well you know i don't i don't think that cgc will take the, the place of psa or or bgs in any way shape or form but look at but S- what I'm sgc saying is-, is a way bigger company and people but, just but oh, saying- people bypass them because they don't know any better that's what i'm saying with, with a whole lot more collectors you're going to see a whole lot more grading companies getting i don't know hype or getting some type of like uh I think it's ridiculous that we out even... there, or exposure out there. You know what I mean? It's like you're gonna see you're gonna see this grading company, that grading company, that grading company, and you're always gonna try to justify why this grading company is better than this one, or this one, or this one. But at the end of the day, when you look at like cold hard facts, people desire a BGS and PSA slab more than they do CGC, SGC, GMA, MNT. Well, in all S- these things,
0: SGC really put themselves on the map, though.
1: Yeah, they did. That's what I'm saying. Like, because with this with this massive increase of collectors, there's no way that you wouldn't see you know what I mean? It's a, some other type of fucking grading company depends. coming into the picture. It depends. You have to you have to
0: look at you have to look at the sales that are going on. Why are people selling CGC so cheap? Nobody respects it. The guy's selling it, he's getting a card for four dollars and then he's like, Oh, sell it for twenty eight. What? you know what I mean? so they're they're almost bypassing the card's value itself. They're just like, well as long as I grade it for this much and I sell it for this much, I'm good. They're not even thinking about, wait, this is a base set hollow. This thing is at least a hundred dollars. You shouldn't even be touched, you know, under a hundred dollars. But they don't they're not almost like disrespecting the hobby and undercutting PSA, undercutting BGS. And that's why they're getting clout right now. They're cheaper, they're faster, you can get the card even cheaper. It's like none of that is respecting the collector hobby. What it's doing is it's servicing the reseller hobby. It's servicing those people that are just here to make money. And I don't hate CGC. I don't hate them at all. I think they got a chance. But when when you look at these world record setting auctions, you're not seeing CGC slabs making the headlines. The last Charizard that sold for $325,000 was an SGC slab. Gem Mint 10 SGC SGC That puts you on the map. When when some collector who has $325,000 puts his faith in a company that's not PSA or BGS and is like, "I'll buy that for 325." That shows class, it shows quality, it shows everything. You know what I mean? Because a billionaire would not waste their money on something that actually isn't worth money. You know what I mean? Let's say SGC sucked. They're terrible. You're not going to find that $325,000 price range. So, would now what would be crazy is if we see a base set Charizard someone grades one in CGC for whatever reason and it sets a new record for selling, that could that could have huge huge implications on where people respect them as a brand. But in I mean, I don't I you hardly ever see CGC sales pass up a PSA sale. So, I'm loyal to PSA, but maybe maybe I buy like 10 of these things and I just wait on them, you know what I mean? Um and if it doesn't work out, you crack them. You resubmit. You have so many options and that's why I like it at number 2 here because you crack it, you resubmit, but here's the trick, you have to compare it to the PSA prices. So, if you're into, you know, Nito King, you go CGC Nido King base set. You find the cheapest one possible with the grade you want. Then you have to cross reference it to PSA. So CGC 8 Nido King Hollow base set. Oh, 70 bucks. Then you go in your search bar and you go PSA 8 Nido King base set Hollow. You search it, $330. Why is this happening? Then you go to completed and sold and you're like, wait, they are actually selling for $300. Why is this CGC slab selling for this much? And you just, you scoop it up. Um, And then if you're, if you like CGC, you hold on to it. If you don't like it, you crack it. But either way, if you want like mint condition vintage, it's great. Who cares about the slab at this point? It's about getting these cards in the best condition you can get them. I agree. Unless you're buying, unless you're buying booster packs, there is no better way to get a good condition card. Yep. I agree with that.
1: And 100%. I kind of I kind of believe that CGC is grading cards harder, so it's like it works out every which way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's so <laughs> many there's so many ways to think about it, so many options that it's like that's a hard one to lose at. Mm-hmm. If you if you lose using that plan, you made some bad decisions. You made some really bad decisions. Yeah,
0: I don't know what cards you're buying, but I like it there. That's number two, and it's a big one, guys. I hope you guys like that. Really, it it's a great idea. I, I couldn't believe that, that there's base set Pokemon for like fifty bucks. Yep. In, in eight or better. Out of control. Yeah, a grading company telling you, hey, this is this is this is a near mint card. I may go grab myself a Blastoise yep. and a Venusaur now because yeah. I can get one for under two hundred bucks. Yeah, you're buying a you're buying
1: a vintage card that is near mint. Mm-hmm. Like we're a grading company and we yeah. say so, like it's insurance, you know? Yep. So if you wanted to crack it and throw it in a throw it in a penny sleeve and put it inside your a deck holder because you want to have it like it was you know like you're a kid yeah Yeah. you could do that
0: 100 it's it's insane guys there's some serious you have to catch on to all these disconnects because once people put the pieces together and this market actually figures out where value is everything's going to change and i feel like we're way ahead on that so number one here on the pokey tower top five this is for the big spenders the big the big heavy wallets First edition booster packs, you can find them for less than $500. You can, you absolutely can. If you need help, let me know. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put it out here on, uh, on the podcast. Um, but there are, there are all kinds of reputable sellers on eBay. You can find a first edition jungle fossil rocket, not, not base set, but subsequent sets for less than 500 bucks. That's insane. It's insane because I was selling base set booster packs for seven, $800 last year. Base set unlimited, not base set first edition. Uh, and you have to follow the trend. You got to follow the trend. Who's it going to be this year? It's not going to be Logan Paul, but who's going to be this year that cracks open fossil first edition and like has enough power to manipulate that market. And let's say you buy, you know, two, three, four, five of them and they turn into $2,000 a piece. There is not one stock on this planet that will have that kind of growth. Not not that quickly. Not that quickly. So, first edition booster packs, I think 500 is underpriced. I'm, I'm talking 450, 460. Yeah, when you have modern chase cards that are worth that. Oh, yeah. Raw, it's like- exactly. Exactly. Um, and most of these are unweighed, legitimate unweighed packs. So, you, you, could, you could get a heavy one, and now you're talking... A five hundred dollar pack that was unweighed could be two thousand. And legitimately unweighed. The reason I know that is because one of the sellers I buy from is like that. He pulls it from the box and he does not weigh it. He doesn't
1: even look at it, he just here. You get what you get. Great seller. Straight off the gas station counter. Yeah. Just I want this pack. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So
0: spend if you want to spend the money, it's it's number one on the podcast because first edition will always be king. Will always be. Um so if you're looking into like, you know, Jungle, Fossil, Rocket, which are some of my favorites, you know what I mean? Um great time, great time to get it.
1: Yeah, if you're looking in a Rocket, now you have three different ways. I think
0: it gets it gets sketchy. It gets sketchy when oh well, yeah, that too. But it gets sketchy when these when these packs get upwards of $1000, it gets really hard because not any card can make you that money back if you were to decide to rip. Yeah. The 500 first edition or less than $500, i am sorry, 450 you know, let first edition, y- your chances aren't bad. Especially when you can grade, you know, a Dark Charmander, PSA 10. He's just a common or uncommon. He sells for like a couple hundred. If that's one card out of the 10 first editions that you're going to get. You know what I mean? So you have options.
1: Yeah, there's, the PokeTar Top 5 has literally covered three different ways to ensure that you get minty vintage cards. Rocket Japanese packs, you're going to get one hollow in every single pack. Minty, fresh, pulled from a pack. CGC, <clears throat> do the same thing, American or Japanese. They're ensuring that you're getting a 9.5 or a 9, or even if you buy a CGC 10. Mm-hmm. Crack it open, you know you have a Minty vintage card. As long as you don't mess it up in the process. And then if you buy a first edition booster pack, less than $500, which is what some modern chase cards are going for, again... You're gonna not sure that you get a minty vintage card. So, Look at this. There's no reason that you should be paying you know, $250 or $300 hoping that you're going to hit the jackpot on a... Out of control,
0: guys. On like a, on this like stuff a is all over vintage, the
1: place. Vintage Scyther, you know what I mean? Hollow.
0: Dark Charizard Holographic. Draw. Dark Charizard Holographic. He's in Japanese. CGC 7, 175. I'm telling you, if you crack that guy and turn him into an eight or nine, because CGC grades so hard, you guys, you're gonna have a, you're gonna have a nice payday. Here's a CGC eight Team Rocket's Dark Charizard, American English, three fifty. You cannot touch a PSA eight Charizard for three fifty. Not not a Dark Charizard. Mm-hmm. It's game, guys. You just search this stuff up all day. You can have a lot of fun with it. There's a there's a lot of favorites that you could target, and it's definitely something I want to get into. Nope, I see it, yep. Easy, easy game. Devin was searching the whole time we were writing up our notes. You got anything else on this? I think that's it. First edition booster packs, guys. Top Don't five. Sleep. Do not sleep. Do not do not miss opportunities. Enjoy this nice little dip in values, because uh, it's not going to last forever. And that's it. Um, Let's see. Oh, Gengar's Grabs. Nothing, nothing for Gengar's Grabs. We're saving our pennies. Well, we did. We did. We went and bought those lost memory tins. Yeah. You guys saw yeah. that on my Instagram yeah. story. We bought lost memory tins and I also we also bought ourselves some raw um red eyes dark dragoons. That's what they're called, yeah. right? Yeah. Um why did we do that? Well the card was thirty bucks and a PSA ten they sell for 500 Hundo. And he's hard. Insane artwork. Hard great fusion. It has everything we want in a card. Yeah. Sick. It's the it's the case hit for the lost memory tins, so and 35,
1: 35 bucks
0: for a case hit. We went we went halves on the case. Sick. Yeah. Sick card. Anyways, that was about it. So that's it for Gengar's grabs. Nothing Pokemon. Why are you guys not buying anything Pokemon? Well, because Shining Fates is on the way. We need to save for that. PSA submissions are not free. You have to pay for those. So I this is a very similar thing that happened to me last year. Um last year, when I was building my business, I went through a phase of selling things. It had, I wasn't buying anything. I wasn't accumulating anything. It was because I had, I had already accumulated so much that I needed to start moving product and then reinvest those things into other, um, you know, means of collecting. So right now I'm in a huge selling process. I've been selling bulk like crazy. Um, and like I did before, I'll use bulk to build, you know, uh, another stack of cash and that'll be
1: used to, to buy better things. Yeah, um, like, I, I've reached my, like, accumulation of, of Pokemon at the time that I would like. You know, there's things that are out of my range that I can't buy right now. And there's things that I don't necessarily want to buy or don't care for buying. anymore. Let like, me
0: find uh, a Blastoise CGC for less more, than dude. 100 bucks, though. Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't, if I see something enticing, I'll get it. But if I see any Vivid Voltage, I don't get it. I see Sword and Shield, I don't get it. I don't, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not really looking at anything in general, like, at all. But...
0: If the price is right, there's always yeah, something there. Yeah, it's
1: always, yeah. It's like... It's like i'm looking i'm looking but it's like i'm not really looking for anything in gotta be it's gotta be enticing yeah it's gotta be enticing it's gotta to be the gengar
0: greasy special special it's gotta have it all right now because right now we're accumulating um we're, we're accumulating and we're selling and then eventually there'll be a time of abundance where it's like gengar's grabs could be like 10 cards long um but we gotta wait we gotta wait and a uh, pokemon you know yeah like, i feel
1: like we've had some pretty mediocre sets that were like over quick you know what i mean yeah. like Vivid Voltage, like right, we just nothing too out. impressive, yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I mean. And then Champions uh, Path, nothing too impressive, you know what I mean. And then Darkness of the Blaze is actually really impressive. Really like that's what Darks I like about Shining Fates. Um, that Vault has like over a hundred Shining cards. Saying, yeah, it's
0: going to be hard. It's going to be hard to collect what you. It won't be Battle hard. Battle
1: cells. I'm excited to see how the new, you know, yeah, mechanics and stuff work out, and you know what cards come out in the set. But uh, I think Shining Fates is probably the, the most excited you for know, it because I missed Hidden Fates so hard that I was like. I'm the most stoked for this one, yeah. right here. You know it's bad when people are hyping up Cinderace
0: error cards on TikTok. That means that the well is running dry. When people can't make content about real collectible cards because <laughs> Pokemon hasn't <laughs> printed anything, and they're like, well, we gotta find something. Yep. You know you know, we're in a dry spell, and that's not anyone's fault. That's just Pokemon hasn't put anything out since Vivid Voltage. We gotta wait. Um, so, Gengar's grabs, again, will be slow. Um... We're buying other things, and when I feel like it's been a successful successful wow when I feel like when I feel like it's been a successful when I feel like it's been a successful (laughs) venture, I will speak on it. But I'm not going to speak on something that I don't have enough on. So I guess what I want to tell you is I am buying things, but I'm not going to speak on it until I can prove that there's value there. Because otherwise, why would you listen to someone who's just blabbling? Boom. All right. Let's get into the questions this week.
1: Alright guys, it's fan questions time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, had a, we had a really interesting conversation over the... <laughs> like, we had to pause it and then do this next segment. We we'll had a really interesting conversation, but uh, getting into the fan questions... Oh, I think I know who this is coming from. Yep.
0: Well, hold on, we'll sure do this one first. This one first. This one oh, first. Oh, that's
1: right, we do. We have something interesting uh, to come up. We have a voice message, guys. Uh, From Real Falcons Gaming. Uh, Let's go ahead and see what he says. Here we go. All right, here we go, guys here, okay? You know, we always talk about PSA versus Beckett, right? Whenever we're going to send out uh, cars to get graded. The argument is always made. Um, this is probably uh, Beckett 9, but it's a PSA 10, right? So you always kind of downgrade the PSA versus the Beckett. Beckett is harder on grading because and that's why they're more expensive. That's why they're worth more. And PSA is going to be easier. I think that got this bad publicity, I guess, or whatever, because it's PSA. If I were PSA, I'd be like, all right, you think I'm easier than Beckett? Now I'm gonna grade your stuff even harder, and I'm gonna make it harder to get PSA 10. Some of things like this, that all this, you know, Beckett is gonna be harder and it's gonna be more expensive in the long run than PSA, that's just kinda making PSA look worse, and therefore PSA will be harder on their grades. What do you think? Let me know. Alright, so there you guys go. There's the, uh, the real falcons we tagged, gaming appreciate yeah. it we were tagged in this video on uh, tiktok we've hit this like three weeks in a row now not yeah.
0: not not to not to ding on you on real falcons gaming like oh you're not paying attention what i'm saying is yeah this is has a this very question loaded up for a little bit this is a very popular thing that has been getting talked about so mm-hmm. I, i'm glad we can keep hitting on it um you want to say anything first
1: yeah i i mean we already kind of touched on i've already kind of touched like my own personal opinion on the whole thing like i said there's no they're not really gonna bump psa or bgs out of their spot they've kind of solidified themselves i mean bgs is is um on pawn stars which is like a massive show massive massive psa is a 700 million dollar company and psa is a 700 million dollar company
0: you can't touch that
1: So yes yeah, so these these two grading companies are solidified in in their terms of um
0: Brand, Lu- luxury, and stature. brand, yeah.
1: stature—you know, quality—you know, all that stuff. It's like it's like buying—you know—middle of the mall, and then buying—you know. This is what it would take. This is what it would take.
0: Someone would need to release press on PSA or BGS that says I paid them under the table to give me a specific grade so that I could make millions off the market. Yes, if that Something came super out, super discrediting. If that came out, it would tank everything. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to happen
1: now. In terms of CGC, like I said, there, there no one could have ant- anticipated the amount of people we had that joined the collecting hobby, industry, marketplace, Dude. whatever it is. Nobody could have guessed at all. Nobody. Okay. So, if there's only, say, you have the two biggest companies in grading that are, that believe they're at maximum capacity, because for years, five years or so, they've been going. They've had the same amount of membership, same amount of cards coming in, maybe here and there they're a little different, right? For five years, and then 2020 comes, and they're like, Wow, our normal submissions of, you know, a twenty thousand year quota of cards has turned in we've literally doing twenty thousand cards in a month now. Instead of taking us one whole year, you know what I mean? Okay. So you have these companies that have to scale up, right? And we we've got multiple emails, multiple PSAs from from PSA saying, "Hey, we have to scale up. We're taking our time." Blah blah blah. This and that. Now, I don't have membership with BGS, and I don't have mem- I don't have memberships with CGC. But guess what? PSA and BGS are so backed up because people are sending in all their cards, and now CGC is finally starting to feel a little bit of that recoil, a little bit of that pressure. Because there's so many people that need to get their cards graded, that want to get their cards graded, that have joined, that need to make some type of money to flip, right? Yeah. Collectors that have been in the hobby, that understand not value, and understand, you know, the way that the pattern works, the ups, the downs, the dips, the lows, uh, you know, this and that, opportunities, uh, disconnects, you know, this and that, everything that goes into it. Those are the people that that submit to PSA and BGS because they understand. I gotta pay. A pretty penny for the card. It is what it is. I'm gonna
0: get what I want.
1: Yeah, I gotta pay a pretty penny for the card, and I gotta go pay an even prettier penny to go get it graded. You know what I
0: mean? Mm-hmm.
1: From the best grading company, mm-hmm. or I I can pay a pretty penny for the card. I could pay a premium of five hundred for this Charizard, and I can pay seventy five to get it graded express by PSA, and it may take up to like three to four weeks, or I can get it expressed at CGC for sixty five. You know what I mean? Yeah. $10 less. Whatever I don't know, the, prices I don't know are, if yeah. the price is. I don't know what the prices, is, guys. Yeah, just an example. Yeah, just yeah. an example. For sixty-five, and I'll get it back in two weeks. Yeah. So now, to someone who resells, that sounds great. That is great. Money much quicker, And now yeah. you're starting to see more slabs of CGC out there. And you're like, yeah, but I see them more often. I see them more often. I see them more often. That's great. But guess what? You don't see so many. You see a lot of PSA slabs, and you see pop reports going up and stuff like that on PSA and BGS. Because there's a whole lot more people in the community, a whole lot more people in the market. But guess what? It hasn't changed the fact that PSA and BGS have a standing of people and a community of people that have put in years and years and years mm-hmm. of value and trust and credibility into these companies. Oh, yeah. And now you just have people who are resellers that need to turn money quick. That aren't they are a quick waiting option, yeah. Six to eight months. Or they're going to turn to other places like CGC that may not be as. You know, bad, and I'm not knocking any grading company here. I don't know any other grading company other than PSA because that's just where I started. That's where I'm comfortable. That's where I'm gonna stay. Now, CGC, maybe they're big enough to be able to handle, or they're easy enough, or they're more well adapted to the retailing, you know, side or whatever. Because maybe they're maybe their submitting is a little bit easier than GMT or GMA. Maybe they maybe they maybe the way they submit stuff is a little more advanced than you know uh, MNT. So maybe that's why you don't see other people using those other grading companies. You're like, yeah, but they got to be better than these other grading companies, right? Like, where where do they rank at? Well, guess what? They definitely don't rank anywhere up with PSA or BGS, but they're definitely on the horizon. They're definitely there. They're definitely an option. If you need to grade cards, they're an option. CGC is another great option as well. So it's like, they're an option. Mm -hmm. But guess what? If you really want to collect and you really want to create real value, like 100% real value, until CGC well cgc's already kind of done it no sgc sgc's already kind of done it cgc until they really put themselves on the map like Danny said earlier with some type of you know crazy transaction yeah they're really not not seeing a million dollar lebron cgc cards and bgs and psa have just been doing it for a really long time so you know it's not to discredit cgc in any type of way but guess what they're just new yeah when people are not used when people are not True collectors are not used to waiting six to eight months for something to have increased value. Yeah, they're they're a normal reseller that's used to going and camping out in front of a Walmart, buying something, getting money that day, 50 bucks, and then getting $200 for it in the the night. They're not used to having these these rough turnaround times or having to adapt to having to wait. They see the margins, but they want it fast. That's right, that's the issue. Um, and
0: with CGC grading harder, again, you know, at the end of the day. Grading cards is a business. It's a service. Mm-hmm. What do businesses want the most out of anything? Sales. Revenue. Yep. If CGC is grading cards so hard that it's chasing collectors away, because they're like, why would I Why would I send a card that I believe is a 10 and is going to get an 8 from another brand? Why would you do that to yourself? You're losing value. And... It's demoting your card. It's it's basically telling your you that your card is nothing, and you could literally have a perfect card. But if they're just making it that hard, that's an ego statement. So again, for a collector, it's amazing to say that I have the most rarest pristine card ever. But from a business standpoint, nobody's going to ever submit their cards to that company anyways because they've made it so hard to make a good grade. You know what I mean? Like me, I want as many tens as possible. And I want 10s that are legitimate, and I want 10s that are affordable and realistic. You know what I mean? PSA offers that to you in value. You can get your cards graded fast. If you believe it's worth it, you would express it. Three weeks is nothing. I don't know what the deal is with people crying about waiting times. But if you have a $1,000 card on a PSA 10, why would you send that to another company that's going to demote the value of your card, and now it's worth, you know, 300 CGC. CGC 9 200 bucks it's like in a PSA 9 I can get 600 why would why would any business well, I mean
1: I'm pretty sure even if we just compared PSA 10 to a CGC 10 right now any card right now PSA is gonna be more
0: oh yeah and like we talked about PSA has fair grading criteria it's like you, not
1: about what your opinion is you cannot argue that you cannot yeah. argue that you know what I mean that, that they that the same exact grade this is a 10 and that's a 10 oh yeah and the PSA will be more because yep. it's just the brand. It's like having a Reebok, great, great, great company. Yeah, great company. Cool. It'll, it'll I'll never, buy stuff. Yeah, you know it'll never rival but Adidas it'll never and Nike. Rival Nike. There's always yeah. going to be so many diehard people because Nike's been around for the longer. athletes they've, they've acquired, yeah. the the reputation, the rapport they have with not, not only that but the that aesthetic, stuff.
0: the look, the design, the yep. technology, all that history. stuff matters. That is business, guys. That has nothing to do with. The hobby and what we think it should be mm-hmm. it's business psa offers again like that's straight like the, the, guidelines the on the how question, to grade the them.
1: question is very easy you know what i mean yeah it's just like hey look at a psa 10 look at a cgc 10 look at this tell me which one co- tell me which one sell sold for more like not i'm but, not talking about which one's selling which one actually sold i know and boom you're gonna but, be like oh wow. look
0: at this if a psa if a psa 10 um or if C, let's say you have a cgc 10 mint perfect you have the only one in the world, and you're like, this is the hardest grade to get. It's the greatest card ever. If nobody else believes that, nobody's going to pay your asking price. Nobody cares. You
1: know what I mean? Nobody will care. Until somebody actually does. Until somebody actually does pay your ridiculous price yep. for your CGC 10 and put CGC on the map because someone yep. goes, what? Someone paid $500,000 for the CGC 10. Why? You know, Shadowless yeah. Charizard. And then, but then CGC has to put
0: out press. Yeah. This is what went into our grade of this record selling card. We video, we documented yep. our grader
1: yep. showing every little. This is the original paper with the marks mm-hmm. on it of, you know, wh- where it lost and where it didn't lose yep. or whatever it is. This
0: is our grading process. We show you on video our grader looking at this thing under
1: a microscope and. Verifying. See, there you go. There's, there's the, there's CGC getting its name out there and mm-hmm. and making it a reputable company. Right. There you go, CGC. So if you're listening, to CGC, all you got to do is, I've never seen a PSA or BGS, like, like warehouse or company walkthrough where you show, you know, the place where the car gets graded, how you guys store them, how they're received, you know, what I mean, the template that you guys use to grade the thing, and you know what I mean, and then what it looks like when you guys package it up and send it out. If CGC goes out there and they put out this whole you know, lineup of this is how the car gets how, this is how it is when it comes PSA in. PSA does it on their website
0: though. They explain you know everything. If they
1: make an actual video, if CGC made an actual video, like this is our warehouse and this is exactly yeah, that what happens to your car yeah. that when it comes through here, then I think CGC will probably blow up because it's not out there for PSA or BGS. And then people will be like, oh wow, CGC, That's you know what I mean? That's,
0: it's all it's all pressed. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's, nobody, they
1: gotta do something business-like like that. That's what I'm saying. They gotta make something to make themselves stand out. Yeah, they gotta separate themselves and again you
0: n- it's great that they grade their cards hard, but if you make it unrealistic... Yeah, but it's not like a good thing. Right. It's like, what, are, what do people do with graded cards? Yeah. They collect them or they sell them. How are you ever going to sell a card if you could never get a 10? People love 10s. Mm-hmm. They're going to go where they want 10s. Uh, look at, again, Pepsi and Coca-Cola. What do they do to their competitors? They buy them. Powerade, owned by Coke. Sprite which probably is like one of the third favorite drinks around owned by Coke. So PSA and BGS are going to do the same thing. They're going to eat up all these people if they have to.
1: Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not I'm not a big sneakerhead, but it's like if I had the most comfortable, sickest, coolest shoes in the whole entire world, I'm talking about the coolest shoes. And I said you can either have these ones that I made. I have I have no followers. Yeah. That I made or you can have these extremely one of a kind, one of one Yeezys. Someone we go, dude. The Yeezys are what? That's like ten thousand dollars. That's that's five thousand dollars. I don't know how right. much yours are worth, but I'll take the, I'll take the you know ten thousand bucks right now, because it's brand. They don't care how it looks. They don't care the quality of it. They're like, it's brand. Because yep. if I get to wear it, put it on my feet, it makes me look like I got money and I'm important. Mm-hmm. And if I sell it, I make money. So mm-hmm. it's 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 a brand thing. It's just business, right. guys. It really is business. And we started with PSA so we're not like see, PSA, we're not PSA fanboys we're not talking anybody down we're not nothing like that but we're just loyal yeah. to them because we started out with it and, and we have memberships so we gotta yeah. get our money's worth <laughs> yeah, why would you why would you get a membership and not use it So makes we're not, no sense when we talk about this stuff we're not talking down on any other grading company in any, any type of way we're just giving you guys strategies advice I can tell you this. knowledge on, on different the only, trends the only people I have
0: seen support CGC are people who are extremely impatient that is the number one thing they all have in common I don't want to wait that long. That's ridiculous. And I'm like, have you ever done a PSA submission? This is normal. It's yeah, it's normal this to wait.
1: Sh- this might not be the right like hobby for you. Then, yeah, this might not be the right hobby if that takes too long. Why for would you, to you send your because being, vintage a, being cards a collector, to, like, think about being a being an actual Pokemon. Why would collector, you send
0: vintage cards to a freaking place
1: that hasn't even been around as long as your cards? Or that makes no sense. You, you think about it this way too. You know what I mean? If you don't have grading in in the in the picture at all. There's no grading. No such thing as it ever. If The only way you're going to get a card is by pulling it from a pack, right? Or you trade somebody. So if no one in your zip code, and there's no eBay, there's no internet, you can't do none of that, the only way to get the card is to pull it from a pack. So you, it would literally take you, unless you were lucky, it would take you weeks to pull this card. That is literally the the passion of being a collector. You're like this card is rare. It'll take me a very long time to get it, but when I get it, it makes me feel good because I am now the one that has it in my zip code. You know, check this out.
0: You guys know what CGC patience. stands for?
1: Being a collector, is you patience. know what CGC stands for? Hit them. Comic book grading,
0: not trading card gra- gaming grading. Ga- grading. I'm getting fired up about this because it's ridiculous that we have to. I I just don't see it, guys. I don't see it at all. I, I don't see the argument. Um, I, this company came out in the year 2000. What? Then it's for comic books. This has
1: nothing to do with... How do I explain this? Well, didn't PSA start out with doing, like, sports memorabilia, though? I'm not sure PSA's origin. That's how old they are. They... They have they started
0: grading cards in the, the 80s and 90s. How you, how, CGC started grading cards like recently, like within the last two years. Hmm. So the problem I have is you're going to tell me a grading company that's two years old. I'm talking about trading cards. I'm not talking about the comic books. Obviously, they're well known for grading comics. That's their thing. They're trying to branch out. I don't blame them. Cards are more, are more, uh, abundant. They're more, you know, that's where the money's at right now. I don't blame them. I'm not a CGC hater at all, but how are you going to let a company of two years experience grade a card that is 20 something years old? It's ridiculous. That's like, that's like a 14 year old telling me right now the value of my cards. And he wasn't even born for when they were around and doesn't understand the history of them. Now, uh, obviously these graders are my age or maybe even young or older. They, they are aware they're not dumb. I'm not saying that, but my point is, is just that company doesn't really have much to stand on. And to me, CGC is like a pay less version of PSA. And there's nothing wrong with not having a lot of money. That's not, I don't even want to go there. It's not about, well, you're, you're being cheap. You need to do this that, and the other. The only people I see going for CGC are people that are strictly in it for the money and would much rather take a $20 bill and turn that all day because it's fast, it's quick, it's easy and people that don't want to wait that has literally been every conversation I've probably had over a hundred conversations hey bro, CGC, what do you think? wait times are are a lot lot less than PSA I'm like, what's wrong with waiting? what's wrong with waiting? did you lose your job and now you need to make money and you got to sell all your cards? okay, I understand, I get that I mean, but, let's, let's just put
1: it—you know—pretty simple, pretty easy. If CG, if a CGC ten, right now, was worth a thousand dollars, and a PSA ten, in the same card, was worth seven hundred dollars, and I am just now getting collecting, I would get my a membership at CGC because obviously they're the brand, right? Yeah, that's that's just plain and simple. But guess what? It's not. It's PSA. So it's like, even if even if you don't like PSA or you don't like CGC, you don't like BGS, you don't like it. You have some type wow. of, you know. Um, I hear something for you. You have some type of like feeling bad, bad vibes with them. And I then typed guess in. Guess what? Just.
0: I typed in CGC10 on eBay. I typed in CGC10. That's all I did. Then I organized. I went to complete it and sold. And I sorted it by highest price plus shipping. The highest-priced CGC 10 sold for $2,300. I don't even want to go to PSA 10. I really don't want to do this right now, but we're going to do it. PSA 10, sold items. Sort it by highest price plus shipping. The highest-priced PSA 10 on eBay has sold for $250,000. $250,000 versus $2,300. These
1: these cards that are in my collection, I like these cards a lot. And when I have to sell them, it usually... It's a little bit of a little bit of, of your collection leaving you. So you're a little sad. You're like, oh, man, I one's sick. And especially when you get you go through the process of getting it slabbed up or you buy it already slabbed, it's leaving your collection. You're like, all right. So if you're going to be a collector and you like to you have a passion for it and you like it, it should be a no brainer that you're like, go with the tried and true company, yeah, a tried and true company. And you're like, hey, this card that I really like, that I've really enjoyed, and it's been on my shelf and it's brought me happiness for so many years. I want to get the most money for this thing. So that way I don't I don't have that void left i yeah. feel like it's 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 done its purpose it's, right. it's you know what i mean i could never i could have never sent my your, base set charizard your, to cgc yeah you send your favorite most prized cherished cards you know what i mean these cards that you think are collectible and they're going to be collectible to somebody else someday you know what i mean yeah how in the right mind could you just be like oh no i'm gonna send it to cgc even though they sell for three to four dollars less, uh, less i'll just set up my my son or his or my grandkids when, Guys, I give to them, when they here's get a great one like
0: Remember Champion, Champion brand clothing. Mm-hmm. When we were kids, that oh, was the, that yeah. was the value option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you go to Walmart, you get Champion sweats for five bucks, mm-hmm. and it lasts forever. If you were a rich kid, you got Adidas. That's what happened in the nineties. You got Adidas, not Nike yet. Yeah, Adidas. Kids Funny. nowadays don't have money for Nike and Adidas, so what do they do? They hype up Champion. They try to make Champion what Adidas is. And it works because they just they don't understand
1: <laughs> because it works because there's social media out there now, so hype. you could spread a message Strictly around the world, hype in minutes. Yep,
0: that's the difference. Does it mean it's more valuable? It's it's truly in the eyes of the beholder, but you got to look at the facts. Adidas and back Nike in the '90s, we didn't really have the internet. On, we didn't really have the internet to be yeah. like, "Yo,
1: champion." Value was sick. value. Value yeah. was value. Quality was quality. And it's the same same thing for businesses nowadays. Yeah. Just like it's the same thing for CGC. And we didn't PSA, we didn't hate on BGS. champions.
0: We didn't hate on champion. No. We're like, oh, I'm not wearing that. That's for poor kids. It wasn't even like that. It was just like, Hey son, we got some extra money. You want the Adidas or the champion? You're like, Oh, I'll take the Adidas. Because you know, you know that that's quality. Know you're going to
1: school but if fly. you got champion,
0: you weren't mad. And that's yeah. where I sit with like CGC. Like, I have a CGC slab, guys. I don't hate on it at all. But um I'm amazed. At the amount of collectors with low experience that truly believe CGC is the thing, it's like you just haven't been out in the world. Like, act like you've collected before. You know what I mean? It's like or
1: be an actual collector. Like, you just don't know yeah, that. The company that's going to make you the most money for the car that you've cherished for fi- five years, five years or so. You know what I mean? <laughs> in your collection, it's like if you if you have a car for that long, send it to the one that's going to make you the most money yeah and when you have to get rid of it why yeah. would you be like i cherish this card so much and it took me let me send it to it the took third me, rate
0: company fourth rate yeah company. it took
1: me four months and over a thousand packs mm-hmm. to get this card and now i have it let me go send it to a third rate company mm-hmm. what
0: because of time wow. yeah with cgc you're getting convenience that is it that is the only value that I see them bringing.
1: Exactly, and, and that's what I'm just saying. Like, and would you trade I don't convenience? Understand how that's for, such a right. hot topic. You know, what I mean, yeah, amongst amongst people who are collectors with with air quotes here that are collectors. It's like a collector by heart is just a patient person. Right. That's what we do. You're just patient. You're like, hey, I like this. Looks cool. Mm-hmm. Because you value. Because <laughs> you, you value something. Shelf, yeah. You value
0: something. I will keep opening this set until I get this card It yes. means that much to me. Yes. That's that's called a patient person. Hmm.
1: That's what um, I'm saying. So how then? How can when you get the card, you could just be so impatient and be like, yeah, I'm going to send it to somewhere where it's, I'm going to make $100 to $300 less in the same just, grade as the other You're hurting yourself. Company. You're hurting yourself at the end of the day. You're hurting yourself. And I'm not trying to
0: point fingers at anyone. So I guess the question was, would PSA start grading cards harder?
1: Heck no. They want your business. Yeah. They're and being fair. They have all their, all their standards. Their standards, standards are perfect. I think so too. Now, is there some is there some PSA tens that you may questionable that you may think are questionable? Sure, you know what I mean. We absolutely. all think that absolutely. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean, but it doesn't mean that one or two don't slip by, right? And but I think for, the, for majority of, of, of my time grading with PSA, I've, I've I couldn't imagine a better grading experience. Mm-hmm. It's been great. It's easy. And BGS BGS it ha-
0: BGS is the perfect perfect example of paying a premium because they are a little more expensive than psa on sales and in grading but they they have a little bit higher standard but it's not by much it's just they have that perfect medium of it's very hard to grade with us but not so hard that we're going to turn you away right and that's that's why their psa and bgs are neck and neck Mm -hmm. and i how can cgc outdo that i don't know i'm done with this one
1: yeah, we're we're really beating this is the A dead great horse question. Here, yeah, you know? it's, a, it's good. It's a good topic to talk about because it is, it is, if anyone's I'm, considering
0: CGC, I just don't
1: see. I just don't see the confusion. I understand the topic. I get it, and I hope all this this big rant that we're going on, this big you know tangent we're going on, it really helps you guys out and knowledge wise. Last point.
0: Last point. And, and this is my this is my final decision. point for the day on there this. Go. My final point. If you are strictly into trading cards for the money, I could see why you would do CGC. I can. Okay, I agree with that. If you were a legitimate collector, I cannot see why you would send your card to the third or fourth best grading company You guys can't around. see,
1: but I'm nodding my head. Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. Mm-hmm. That's exactly... I think that, I think that is the big umbrella, that big idea that we've been trying to hit You can hit identify on this whole who time. you are right now, yeah. Yeah, boom, there it is. You know what I mean? And we didn't really want to point any fingers, but that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. If you like CGC... You're more, than, you're more than likely it's for the convenience and you're trying to turn some money. Yep. That's fine. You're trying to make money next month. Yeah, that's fine. If you're a true collector, you understand that being patient is going to get you more value in your cards because it's a brand thing and people like PSA. Boom. 100%. Next question. Let's get into it. All right. Who's All that? right. So the next oh, question. Here we go. Uh, this is coming from, I'm pretty sure it is our friend, our good friend, Chris Rosetti it is. All right, Chris, let's see what you have to say for this week. So he says, what is going on, team? I hope you all had a great week and weekend. I was tuning in and out. I was tuning in and out the live since I was out and about with my family running errands, but I did have the chance to I remember run,
0: that. I remember you uh, said that back
1: through the audio and recording. That is awesome. That's some dedication right there. That's crazy. Appreciate it that you yeah. would go back and do that. That is that is really cool. As always, it was very informative, and please keep doing it. Thank you, we will. Heck yeah. Thank uh, you for we like that, that, feedback. that feedback. Anybody else who... Uh, has feedback out there we love legitimately,
0: it. legitimately like we don't know what you guys are thinking yeah you, so if you like no please keep doing it okay we'll do it 100
1: yeah facts are being facts are being spoken in that cinderace post any new grabs on your end uh we already covered those in my last week's tune uh in my last week's tune in it was discussed about cards being in the minty condition yeah remember
0: you questioned you're like hey i hope you're buying stuff that's actually mint oh
1: yeah okay he got you right To here. me, minty means the hollow is flawless with no scratches, and the card shows no major edge wear, such creases, etc. I do have some cards that have some slight silvering around the edges, with the rest of the card being great, great condition. That I still consider minty. I am no expert. I am only making this call with my naked eye. I can, I try and compare it to the PSA six card I own. Compare it. Sorry. I compare it to see if it looks better or worse than that condition. I would like to share these grades with you once I see them come Heck back yeah. on my end. I, I, can't yeah, no, I, w- I can't wait to see that, too. I can't wait to see that, too, because then we would see. We're going to find out if Chris Rossetti is, like, a
0: professional yeah. grader. We're
1: going to find out how good your eye is. So you've
0: got the skills.
1: <laughs> you,
0: oh, I don't doubt it. Yeah. Everything you're saying checks out with
1: me. Uh, I compare it to see if it looks better or worse than, than that condition. I would like to share these grades with you once I see them come back on my end. All right. I also didn't mean to put you guys on spot with my where do you see yourself in five years question oh, no. during the last live. Oh no, no worries. My apologies. I was wondering more about this year aside from the book's submission goal. You did answer it and that's cool. I think the views slash ratings will come for you guys and the community will continue to support you guys and have your back. I do already see the community come together which is pretty cool and I have, and I feel you guys have a great following. Hey, thank you. We, we honestly think the same thing. You I know think I mean? we like, have
0: some of the nicest nicest followers.
1: Yeah. And you guys like, it's weird because in, in the guys, live, in the live chats, you guys, you guys are very interactive with each other. Yeah. Not just with us. It's like,
0: it's like I pay attention to other people's live streams too.
1: Yeah. We'll see. We'll see like a, like alpha child come in. We're like, yo, alpha child, he's a regular. What's up? And then there's like four or five of you guys. Yay. Hey, hey, hey what's up alpha child. That's I love awesome. It. I love it. Love it's it. Cool. That's, that's like the perfect community you could have. It's all we could ask for. Um, let's go on. I do already see the community. Uh, I do already see the community come together, which is pretty cool, and I feel you guys have a great following. An example I have is I was in another Creators Live, and that and that guy CT said, what's up? And I was like, yo, that is my guy, that guy CT, and I, <laughs> that's and I cool. said, what's up? This stands out to me because of how close we all are and the brotherhood we got because of this podcast. Oh, that's sick. I will save the question for the, for the next live. Once I get going on the card gameplay, uh, etc., I will change... I will challenge you guys to oh, a game. Do you want that? smoke us go! I'm, totally I'm about to build a deck on uh, Duel Links tonight. Man, you guys don't miss. We say stuff on the podcast, and you guys don't miss. Like <laughs> I'm like, there's like nothing that we can say. I love you guys are paying attention. Yeah, like come back around full circle. I love, I love it. You, guys are, yeah, like, you guys, are guys are you reciprocating. Guys said that, you guys remember you said you might do a giveaway. Like <laughs> just, just you're like, <laughs> we did say that. Wow. We did. <laughs> yeah, call us out. Thanks <laughs> yeah. for call me out <laughs> for sure. So cool. Appreciate that. Here are my pickups of the week. I tend to lean more towards base set and some of the newer stuff. I love this. I do have few I do have a few cards from the in between series set sets, but I keep going back to base set. I am trying to break in, break it and get more cards from the sets I missed out on and have to work on it. These cards were not on my list or radar. I came across these you just on saw eBay yeah. and thought the price was fair to me. And I was only looking perfect. to spend around the 15 price.
0: Underline this. Look at this. They weren't on my radar. Just came across them. He was looking for a certain price point and he saw it. That's called opportunity right there. Happens all the time with me. Check it out. Look at that. CGC seven base set unlimited Gyarados Hollow. 52 bucks. We were just talking about this. CGC eight, oh, that- Nido King base set unlimited, fifty-eight bucks.
1: Yeah, I was, sorry, I was having a hard time. Definitely seeing. like
0: zoned out for a second. No, I don't know what happened?
1: There. <laughs> when there's like on back on computers, it's hard for me to see. Like my eyes can't focus. So I was like, "What is that CG, CGC?" I was like trying to read it. I'm like, "What is that? Just a bunch of O's? Like what's a what's a Perfect, dude. This is perfect. Yeah, it's funny awesome. that we were just
0: talking about this. We were just talking about this. This was in the top five. Yeah, you you have so much value here, whether cgc blows up and we're just completely wrong and you guys throw it in our face You're like oh, we told you cgc's the next big thing or you crack this bad boy open send it to psa grab yourself a couple eights maybe a nine
1: dude dude See, the part that i like a lot is that he he goes on to say I, I i would like to have higher grades but i'm totally fine with collecting older vintage cars six or better that's my rule what's six dope about this is that it's like that's my rule a lot of people will turn down a six or seven, you know what I mean? Now, they aren't the most, you know, sought-after card. But that's why guess it's what? called
0: collecting, guys. And when that's it's not gone, called...
1: it's gone, and yep. you would no longer have that card ever that's again. That's
0: why it's called collecting. It's not called flexing and ego yep. ego trips. The guys yep. with egos want to flex their tens all day and be validated by everyone. I
1: think that's what I like. I like, I like the, the non-ego that's here. Mm-hmm. I like it
0: a lot. The people that want to collect are like, look, I got something. Mm-hmm. I got something
1: that I wanted for me. Yeah, and guess what? And if if every 10 9 8 and then every card below that burnt up and you're the only one, you'd be yeah. the only one with this card. 100%. And they're not going to make it ever again. Mm-hmm. So you have no idea in 10 years if all the cards that were in slabs a little, somehow, you know, evaporate into the A in, little history
0: lesson here too. If you guys, I don't know how many of you are in the world of sports cards and things like that, but prior, you know, pre PSA BGS grading era, Lots of cards were kept by people that just collected them, but they were damaged because we didn't know that you could grade cards. Believe it or not, there are PSA 4s, 5s, 6s, 7s, even below. PSA 2s of cards from the 50s and 60s that are worth bank. Do not underestimate these cards, and maybe in 20, 30 years, a PSA 6
1: of something is like a big deal. Because the pop of the card itself is low. Right, Not just a pop of that grade. But yeah. the pop of the card itself, yep, is low.
0: It's it's an interesting topic. Um, but I've I've seen it a lot in sports. That's just because I look at the, a little bit of everything. But yeah, there are there are PSA twos out there that are worth a lot of money.
1: Yeah, in twenty years, there could be you know a thousand less tens. You know, two thousand less nines. Yeah. You know, oh yeah, you know, getting, getting destroyed. It, yeah, getting destroyed, getting cracked, getting bent, mm-hmm. getting You know, lost, stolen. All yeah, all, everything. So in twenty years, there might only be a population of five hundred mixed matched raw beat up cards raw somewhat minty kept as fresh as they could cards some inside packs some inside graded you guys packs ready for this some inside slabs some inside CGC slabs here's a slabs.
0: 1952 PSA 2 sold for
1: $30,000 who would have known that who's going to wait who's going to wait 50 years i don't know but i'm telling you <laughs> as I'll a tell collector tell you right now tell you right now no one in 1952 knew they were sitting on $30,000 exactly and they they didn't think to take care of the car they didn't
0: think to take care of the car that's why i got a psa2 yep. yep and not only that but the technology but of the that prints, might have been the best way to keep it maybe the cards just printed out that way they yeah. just came out like crap <laughs> they didn't have technology to get no print lines the PSA's and, like this is terrible yeah they're, terrible like, well, they're like no that's just how it was made yeah they're like that doesn't matter you're getting a two i don't care if that yeah. just came out of the factory yeah it's it crazy guys that's crazy absolutely crazy there's value there um, but yeah, that was a sidebar. But I, I like this a lot. I really like your reasoning too. You have a rule: vintage six or better.
1: That's kind of how I am. I like I like the egoless collecting. Absolutely, that's what I love. It's plain and simple. That's what I like about it.
0: Yeah, and you guys you guys have seen most of my uh, most of my vintage collecting that I end up buying underpriced. Like just a great example where the Zekrom and Restaurant were eights. It was the best value I could find. I don't need to go on TikTok and be like, this is a PSA 10, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I don't care if you got a 10 or if you had an eight. The bottom line is this is one of the very, this is the very first gold card ever made. That's what's rare about it. You know what I mean? So you know,
1: what's kind of funny is I feel like, like, and this will be like a Yu-Gi-Oh! reference, but I feel like most of the people who are on TikTok showing off all their cards are like the people in Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, you know, they're going against uh, Pegasus. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're doing the dude with the, the red eyes. He thinks he's super sick. Yeah, the the bug guy, he thinks he's super oh, yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second guy thinks he's sick. You know what I mean? Dinosaur dude. Yeah, they're like, oh, look at my rarest card! Ha ha ha! Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Yugi's they're just flexing. Smacking them yeah, down. they're flexing. Yugi's like, you don't even know I have a whole deck full of bangers. Yeah. And then like the whole everyone who's watching a TV show doesn't even know about these bangers. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's that's the Poke Tower podcast. <laughs> we are Yugi holding these bangers in our deck, yeah. and then and then the episode drops like, whoa, Black Luster Soldier! Where did you get that? Yeah. Magician of Chaos. He was like, Oh, this everyone was sleeping on it ten years ago. My my grandpa gave it to me ten years ago when everyone was sleeping. Now yeah. I whip it out and everyone thinks it's tight. Definitely feels that way. That's what it feels like. That's exactly what it is. I love it. I love everything about this uh
0: this message here. You know, we are building a small community and we appreciate you guys a ton. A ton. Mm-hmm. And trust me, I, I hop into people's live streams, I see a lot of so do uh, I. I see a lot of animosity, I see a lot of trolling, I see a lot of like bad mouthing stuff like that you guys you guys not us you guys have kept it extremely professional and very um reciprocal you Mm -hmm. got when we're talking to you guys you guys speak back you ask questions we answer we bounce ideas off each other that's the idea about this it's not about Denny and Devin show preaching to you guys just shoving stuff down your throat we're literally creating a conversation and it helps us learn it helps us get better it helps you guys everybody wins here um and that's not that's not like BS. Like I literally mean that, um, and I think that's that's why we're doing what we're doing. It's yeah. it's I don't take that I for granted. At all. I go
1: on, I go on people's lives. There's even times that I'll go into, into people's comments. Like I'm talking about a random video I pop up on my for you page. Maybe a, a pokey talker I've never heard of. I go in the comments. And I'm like, oh look. There's some of our supporters right there. Mm-hmm. There's there's one or two. This is what they had to say. Okay. Yeah. And you guys Those are always nice.
0: You guys tag me and stuff yeah. all the time in comments. Like you see some scammer, you guys are like tag me. Like check this out. And I'm like, oh geez, here we go. Yep. Our, some, some we names, just talked about this. Names that I've seen
1: <laughs> pop up, and I've seen the comments, and I'm like, oh yeah, he's he's speaking some truth on that guy right there. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like there's it's weird. You guys are doing a great job. Um, but and this the message
0: from Chris reflects that. I really like that. Um. Absolutely. It's cool.
1: I, I love it. Thank you. All right, but I think that just about does it for our fan question segment. Thank you guys for uh sending in your questions again. If you guys want to send us a question, send it to the Podcast at gmail.com or hit us on any of our social media yep. platforms, TikTok, Instagram, you know how to get a hold of us. Or hit us live now on Thursdays. Or hit us with that voice message on the Anchor app. Yep. Hit us with the voice message on the Anchor app. That's so dope. You we got had options. someone do it the last week and reminded us of the first time someone did it. Yeah. That is dope. We like the voice messages. Send those in. Yep. 100%. All right. Let's get into the Devoncore. Devoncore. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. It's a Devon Corps segment, guys. You guys already know what it is. That was a
0: fiery segment. What was that? Our fan questions? Questions were like, we were like. There was some aggression there, guys, but we're not mad. But it was just... It was passion. passionate.
1: Fiery passion is what it was. Let us know if you like that. Yeah. Yeah, or if it was too much to say, like, hey, guys. Because we were going back and hey, forth for a minute. Hey, guys. Take a little bit off the top. <laughs> you guys are so mad. Chill out. <laughs> you guys are like a number four clipper. Take it down to like a two. Something right. like that. But all right, guys. Devon Court segment. Sleepers, we have for the week. So the cool thing is, is that, like you guys know, me and Denny, we don't really discuss... The podcast, like the content. We just kind of do our own research throughout the week. Then we, we come together. We don't talk at
0: all during the week as regarding the
1: podcast. Yeah, we're weird brothers. We just don't talk at all unless it's about the podcast. <laughs> or like some sick cards we're they looking at. Walk, walk by each other and target and just look at each other. No. Say nothing. That's no. never happened. <laughs> That's never happened. But anyways, guys, like you were talking about the full art cards in the beginning, these cards are here. I picked them for the sleeper segment because we had been talking about full arts in previous episodes that were worth something. Now, I wanted to bring it back to some pretty vindicative stuff of the Core segment. Very cheap, very affordable, but at the same time you're able to monetize and make a profit. So here we go guys. The First one up is Snorlax V, number 197 from Sword and Shield base set. Now these go raw from 2 to $12. It's just a regular full art card. Regular full art. It has texture on it. Just a full art. Snorlax. No big deal. It's nothing special. Been a PSA 10 they sell for a hundred bucks and i think the last one just sold two days ago on i think january 10th or something like that maybe it might be wrong so they sell now again if you can go out there and buckshot 10 of these for ten dollars so you spend a hundred dollars and you go and get them graded you're going to turn all these into a hundred dollar bills if not you know maybe 50 if they come back in a nine yeah still you're winning you're still winning yeah. Still winning. You can get 40,
0: 50 bucks for these V cards because I've done it myself.
1: Right. So this just goes to show that it's not just your hype cards that you're grading. It's not just your rainbow cards that you're grading. It's not just, um, you know, fan favorite Pokemon that you're grading. It's not. That's not it. Well, you there, know what I mean? Look, there, there's look.
0: collectors out there that legitimately collect entire sets PSA, guys. That's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. On, on TikTok, you just see guys flexing each other, chase cards all day. But there are people that are quiet and humble are literally looking for this card
1: yes absolutely it's they're a like, real thing i need a, i need a psa 10 set or i need a, a psa i 8. need to get
0: every psa snorlax there is yeah i don't know why but i just have this thing where i have to do it like that's that is real and it's not uncommon
1: yeah it could be it could be a, it could be two teenage kids you know what i mean that are like oh i am gonna do it get a whole snorlax set psa 10 yeah. guys like you're ridiculous and he does it as a troll does it as a troll joke and he's like look i got yep. i got all of them Mm-hmm. all in 10s, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's Makes stuff YouTube like that video. happens all the time, guys, yeah. you know? And uh, so, it's not not out of this world that you're going to see these full art cards that are being very collectible. Like we said, there's the Lugia, there's multiple cards, the Palkia, the Dialga, all this stuff. Those full art cards are collectible. So, you, there's just a little uh, short rant for you guys, but this next card that, up. Hold on, one second though. Isn't that crazy how the
0: Snorlax V and a PSA 10 sold for 100 bucks? And then you had that PSA nine Palkia sell for seventy five. Mm hmm. Nuts. Yep.
1: And that's what I'm saying. Like this yeah. this stuff isn't isn't like uh, out of reach. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's people on on eBay that literally sell their Snorlax V full art for I mean, I sold one. I'm pretty I can go look it up. I sold one for like four bucks, I'm pretty sure. hmm. You know what I mean? And that's I'm I was like, you know what, I'm not willing to to get it graded. I have other stuff in my bulk, you know what I mean? That's what it comes down to. You know what I mean? It just it just got if there's a quarterly grading special for seven bucks a card, oh yeah, it's going. It's in. It's, it's almost every it's card's going to go at that point. Yeah. Yep. Um, but anyways, guys, that's Snorlax V one ninety seven. Next card up. So this is a fun card to share with you guys because I this is actually one of the ones I guess you could say I made a mistake on or I or I learned from. Oh yeah, this but, one I didn't see coming either. But at the same time, I really don't mind that I missed out. This is exactly what we talk about. So. This is Pikachu V from the, from Vivid Voltage, uh, number one seventy. It's a full art, so it has texture and, it, and it's Pikachu, and it has red background. Um, raw, it goes for about twenty five to eighty bucks. In a PSA ten, a best offer was accepted at seven hundred and ninety nine dollars. So that is a massive, massive, massive scale. Up. and the fact that there is so many of these out there on eBay right now that you could buy raw, this is a great card to go and buckshot. Go and buckshot this card. Lots of because Pikachu collectors out there. Lots of Pikachu collectors. It's a fan favorite. Um, it's already proven. It's already been sold for seven ninety nine. Safe buy. Best best offer accepted at seven ninety nine. dollars There's other ones that were bought at $600, $650. So it's right there in $600 price range. So if you don't want to go chase Zards all day and you'd rather have 10 Pikachus in your collection, go buy 10 of these, sell five of them, and keep the other five. Boom. You know what I mean? And let them mature and let them make more money. There you go. But again, the way I the way I messed up is I I got this card from when I did my Vivid Voltage opening, I got this card and I sold it for twenty five dollars raw. And now the reason why I did that was because I know I know Pikachu V. I knew Pikachu was going to be collectible, the chunky Pikachu, rainbow chunky Pikachu, and I knew the full art would be. Well, I knew the full art would be. Uh, we also didn't know. Well. Well,
0: like we kind of did. Yeah, I, I knew. We but no, we mentioned this like. Remember we met, we we shared a thing from Danny Phantom that said Vivid Voltage would be one of those sets that was very low printed. Mm -hmm. And people were like, no, there's going to be a reprint in December. It's not a big deal. Blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? The news is out. Vivid Voltage is not going to get printed again until after sometime after Battle Styles. That's why people were freaking going through the roof on Vivid Voltage right now because what's out is out. That's it. Better
1: check those Alakazams or Alakazam, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's why those Alakazam V-Boxes are selling for 60 bucks. Because there's... That's very limited supply. So, obviously, people like Danny Phantom and myself just say, wait until they reprint. You'll mm-hmm. get back to retail. You could totally do that. But um, if Battle Styles comes out, and then June comes out, and they, they drop their third quarter or second quarter release, that could prolong Vivid Voltage again. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why people are like, dang, there's just not a, lot, not a lot out right now. That's what's that's what's driving the price up. So, again... And we didn't know
1: that. We didn't know that was going to happen with Pikachus. Yeah, again i knew pikachu is a fan favorite i knew it'd be a collectible card because it's its first full i didn't art. see a it's raw its one over 80 traditional full art card um but like i said i don't i don't really care for pikachu and if i were to grade it and i wasn't able to sell the card i'd be upset with keeping there's definitely pikachu more feed. than i expected yeah no it definitely is yeah you know what i mean so most people would say hey you made a mistake i think you it's one of the better pikachu money. arts though no i think so too yeah um most, most people say, hey, you lost a ton of money because you sold it for 25 bucks, and you could have just graded it. You got That's a membership. That's business, though. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah. That's business. You take the loss, you move on. Exactly. I took the loss and move on. You, I was like oh, If man, you sit here beating yourself up all day, oh my
0: God, I, I got rid it. of an $800 card. What do I do? Yeah. It's like, you go get another one, and you do it again.
1: It's business, It doesn't it. bother me not to have him, and the fact that I sold him for 25 mm-hmm. and he could be graded and sold for 600 it's like... Yeah. I don't care. Don't let it's it eat a, you up. It's a Pikachu. You know what I mean, <laughs> like, right? If I did it with the Lugia, I might be like, ah, what? Oh yeah, Like yeah, Or like me up. my Blastoise. Yeah, exactly. That really hurts me. I still think about that. Yeah, something that you actually like it would tear you up. So the next one here, guys. Um, another one that's not, not too bad, but again, so I saw this really cool thing on eBay. It was a lot of three. It was a it was a lot of three. A lot of three <clears throat> PSA tens and it had these two cards in it and then one more but the one was already featured on here before these two right here a lone Raichu and, and a Raichu Tag Team number 220 sells raw for 10 to $25 and a PSA 10 it sells for 86 bucks. okay it seems like okay that's not a great scale up that's that's pennies but guess what sometimes we gotta do pennies we've been putting out $20, 30 $40, $50 cards on the Devoncore segment I figure this time we'll get down to the lower price range, ten to twenty five bucks. You'll be able to sell these things and buckshot a bunch and, you know, make some small scale ups if you don't have the capital right now after the holidays and everything. Tag team's one of the few that's not getting like printed to the ground right now too. Right. Which could make it super rare. Right. And it has some really cool tag teams in there. So when I saw the lot of three, I was like, hey, that's a that's a interesting price range. Let me go see what they go sell for individually. So individually they did a lot better. So, again, PSA 10 is 86 bucks. There's tons of them out there. You guys can go and buckshot a bunch of them for 10 bucks each, you know? Or if you already have them, which I'm sure some of you guys do, they're worth grading. Don't sell them raw. Don't list them on eBay. Get them graded. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Best thing you can do. Next one up, Slowpoke and Up, Tag Team, 217. Raw, same price range, 10 to 25 bucks. PSA 10, $75. So, again, these are the small skills, guys. It's just like the Snorlax V. It's a small scale up. You're not always going to be chasing Charizards. You're not always going to be chasing um, vintage. You're not always going to be chasing all this other stuff. If you're a new collector, if you need a way to up your initial your initial capital or initial cost or the mm-hmm. amount of money that you, uh, quote unquote, invested into the hobby, if you're looking for a way to make that number go up so that way you can pay for these. Buy better stuff. You can buy better stuff. You yeah. know, You can upgrade. These are the small, small scale ups that you do. These are the ones that aren't going to break the bank. You can go spend $100 worth of your money in Snorlax, Pikachu, Alone Pikachu, and Alone Slowpoke right now, or Slowpoke Tag Team, Alone Pikachu Tag Team, Pikachu V and Snorlax. Spend $100 and you could possibly potentially come back. If you spend $100 about one one of every one of these cards that I just named off, if you get a PSA 9 Snorlax for $50, you know, say you get an... You get a nine Pikachu V, sell that for $300, right? Uh, And low-end tag team, you get a 10, 90 bucks. You got 280 now, right? Something like that. 230.
0: Wait, no. No, it'd be 50 plus 300. You got 350 plus 86. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Like like 430 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then the slowpoke puts you at like 500. 500 bucks. And you spent $100. Yeah. Now you have $400 that was not yours in the first place that you just made from these cards. $400 yep. from the initial 100 But you've also made the 100 back too. So mm-hmm. now you don't have to go buy a $100 product anymore. You can go buy a $500 product. Mm-hmm. Now you can go buy a, a raw Charizard or whatever, however you want to monetize it. You could go buy a raw Charizard for $500. Get him graded. He's a 10. You sell him. in a 10, he sells. Now you can go buy three of those, or you can go buy two $750 gem 10s, or -hmm. you can go buy a $1,500 raw card and turn it into whatever else. These are the scale-ups, guys. It's easier said than done, but people do this. People do it. All my profits. I do it. This is what I do right now.
0: (laughs) All of my, yeah, no, I do too. All of my profits roll right back into my business, and I've been Mm -hmm. doing this for over a year and a half, guys. All my profits go right back into it. That's how I have these rare cards. You're like, how does this guy keep getting these rare cards? It's like, well. Yeah,
1: it's weird. I used the money I made to buy something better. It's weird. I started out with the, with a average amount of money into the hobby, got started. I was buying very low-cost product, booster boxes, this, that, boom, boom, boom. Sold bulk cards, sold cards I didn't want, got some cards graded. And I eventually, I stopped looking. I was no longer like, okay, I'm looking at the $100 price range for a card. Mm -hmm. I was now like, hey, I can afford a $200 card this month. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Oh, I can afford a $500 card this month. Maybe now I can finally start buying some Charizards. And that's why I say like, hey, I'm not really at the point yet where like I can buy vintage or or I haven't reached that that Avalanche. That CGC play though. Exactly. It's game now. Exactly. (laughs) It's game now. So again, just a little more knowledge for you guys. Um, Those are the sleepers. Again, that's Snorlax V197, Pikachu V170. Alone, Raichu, and Raichu Tag Team, 220. Slowpoke and Sidelic Tag Team, 217. Don't sleep on them. I believe Alone, Raichu, and Slowpoke Tag Team, I think those both have rainbow rares too. So those could be very, very interesting to uh, look up as well. But we have three lookout cards this week. These ones are really, really interesting. I think these ones are going to be bangers. Mark my words. These will be bangers 100%. I promise you. You're not going to miss Mm. out. Blaziken EX. That's a bold statement. 89 and a 95 from Tag Team Aqua vs. Magma. They're going raw for about 150 to 250. It's going to go for all three of the cards. They're all the starters, but these cards are on the horizon. The uh, Aqua, Aqua, sorry, Ruby and Sapphire generation of Pokemon are there. We're already seeing the hype for Rayquaza. His prices are going up. Oh, these are tremendous. But these cards right here are going to be the cards that, that people Ooh. would name. are like, hey, I want myself a starter um, Sapphire or Ruby uh, Pokemon. This will be the card that they look for. This will be the one that people are going to like, oh, Check this, this is the Flex right here. This is a Flex. Are we on Blaziken? Catch this one. Yeah. Are we on Blaziken? Yeah. Right now,
0: I'm looking at one for 117 plus shipping. I'm <clears throat> eyeballing it for you. This is a PSA 8 or better for 117 right now. It looks like a 9, but it also has those the hollow edges which could now all could give the cards on
1: eBay are listed around this similar price the fact that it's it's listed for a very similar price of 150 to 250 tells you that the card it's a has a stable card value yeah.
0: this is a stable stable
1: stable yeah that's it's right it's not
0: it's not just some anomaly and there's like,
1: yeah there's a reason why you know what i mean because I like that. it is on the rise this card is something you're not going to want to miss so you guys probably already guessed it I, know I already said it but the next one up is S- sceptile 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 yeah sceptile ex 93 out of 95 so i like this again it's a it's from the same set has about the same price range again you're not gonna want to miss this card if you have 150 or 250 you've been listening to the devon segment and you've been scaling up you've made it from these are nice looking cards you've made it from 50 dollars up into a 250 budget buy this
0: card and i'm not team aqua magma proficient at all but these are nice
1: looking cards. It's from a set of cards, ninety five total cards. It's a small set. These are pretty looking. It's a small, small set, and my, it's very slept on. My interest is. And peaked. these are starter Pokemon from Ruby and Sapphire. Oh, like, it's a no brainer. Swamper, the Swampert EX is the last one here, guys. Ninety five out of ninety five. Again, it's from the same set, Team Aqua versus Magma. Um, price range is the same, one fifty to two fifty. These cards out right here, guys, are bangers. Blazekin. Septile, Swampert EX. It's one of the first cards to show up when you
0: search it, too.
1: They're sick. You don't even have to type anything in. Yep, they're sick. Excellent. Get ahead of it. Get ahead of it. This is one I'm, I can't. I can't stress it enough. Get ahead of this one. There's so many cards, guys. We're giving you options. You just you just buy what you like now. Your, at this point, the the curve of uh, Neo Destiny. Uh, Neo Destiny. Sorry, second generation starters is already like. Yeah, you it's can't like,
0: touch a typhlosion for a couple
1: hundo. You're about, we're about a month away from that thing. Like I think curving hard, you know what I mean. Yeah. Where it's gonna be like, okay, now you're either making, you're pulling the trigger right now and getting one. Yeah, or it's gonna get into that ridiculous. Price Neo range. is
0: insanely expensive. I think that's why I
1: haven't bought much of it. A month to three months out from that, you know what I mean? Being crazy ridiculous because once after tax seasons, oh. after tax season's over and everyone buys all everything that they've been saving up for, you know, They're, they buy the twenty five hundred dollar box, up. they buy this box, that box, or whatever. You're going to see the Pokemon... Come October, we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Because if, if this Evolutions
0: reprint thing really goes down and Pokemon surprises us and it says it's Evolutions 2 or something like that, we're in trouble. Because whatever set that is, it's going to blow up that vintage market as well. Yep. And I could I could totally see them doing Evolutions 2 in October. Because everyone thinks it's just a reprint for Evolutions, the, actual, the set that everyone's tired of. Everyone thinks it's actually that. But if it ends up being something new and they surprise us for the
1: holiday, it's going to be out of control. Out of control. Pokemon, Pokemon, the company, Pokemon the company has realized it has some serious traction right now. They know they have some serious traction and some serious people watching it right now. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, Pokemon is, is in, they're in their year of their 25th anniversary Pokemon they're go is hard. not yeah they're gonna not, they're gonna go hard they're not gonna miss this year they're not when the McDonald's promos come out you get all of them it's gonna it's gonna be I'm telling you I think this year in October with the whole XY and this is, this stuff and the stuff they pulled with Champions Path putting the double Charizards in there and now they have the Shining Fates coming out and it has a you know an even better Charizard VMAX like Pokemon has just been showing that they're gonna give people what they want like hey you guys bought up and created a fake scarcity of Champions Path we're gonna we're going to reprint that thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's getting reprinted, right? Pokemon is taking a more active stance, which is what I like a lot. And I think this year it's going to be a year of some serious decision making for some people in collecting. If you want to solidify your career as like a collector, you know, like if it's something that you you want to do where you're like, oh, yeah, I'm actually making, you know, uh, good money. Mm hmm. Big year. This, I'm, this I'm, will be the year that you will have to decide that, right. I'm pretty sure.
0: I'm trying to double double my output at a minimum. I'd love to triple it. If I tripled, I'd be making more than my regular job.
1: Yeah. So no, no pressure on anybody on any one of you guys. If you guys, you know, just do collecting on the side, that's fine. You guys are doing this for extra money, that's fine. If you guys want to do this for a lifestyle, I think this year, 2021, you'll definitely have to decide because if you're to go hard, yeah, you got to go, yeah. There's a, there's come October there's gonna be so much crazy stuff I'm talking about because look at this October this yeah, past October was they the they Yeah, of talk that stimulus check going through there's gonna be tons of more people with more money dumping it into their hobby that they like Pokemon there's another stimulus it's supposed to be holy cow like 2000 or something like what that what in the world okay yeah. I didn't even know about that tax season coming around no one knows how that's gonna go but everyone always goes wild during tax season to buy stuff up so you're gonna see the hobby sprout up during then too you're also gonna during that same time you're gonna have Shining Faith that's out, so people are gonna be buying it all up because they have tons of money mm-hmm. in their pockets. At the same time, you're gonna have Battle Styles. At the same time we're supposed to be having Vivid Voltage, you know, get reprinted. You have all these things that are gonna be happening. You know what I mean? You're gonna to have to make a decision what, what you're gonna do for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: You're gonna to have to make a decision and say I'm not gonna send my cards to CGC. That's basically it. <laughs> I'm
1: just kidding. I'm kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> that's a
0: joke. It was, I was just trying yeah. to be funny.
1: So. You're I'm gonna have to be a real guys, collector from now yeah, on. I'm just giving you guys a little forewarning that hey, should probably probably buckle down. If you guys really take a step back from you know the yeah. the blinders and the whole you know fun of, of collecting, and we're you, not getting the PS5.
0: We're gonna get a card that can get me a PS5.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. And if you really take a step back and you look at the whole thing, and you and you see. The way that PSA is going, you know what I mean? You see the way that collecting is going, how the hobby is going, mm-hmm. how you can monetize mm-hmm. it in different ways. And, and how enjoy you can, it. And enjoy it. You would see that all the reasons why you're like, okay, this year would be very important for me to get on track for sure. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of other TCGs on the way. Boom. Mic drop.
0: No, I'm just kidding. So but I think that
1: just about does it though for the podcast, right?
0: Yeah. Actually, we're, uh, we're actually going to go eat dinner now. At my parents' house. Do you know about this? Dinner. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> We're eating dinner at my parents' house because it was Devin's birthday two He's days ago. Is that guy on TikTok? I'm sorry. Devin's <laughs> birthday was on the 10th, guys. If you haven't wished him a happy birthday yet, wish him a happy birthday. Send him a voice message on our next episode. He's old
1: now. He's older than me. Ah, oh, old man. He can't hang with me. How? how... Oh, hey, there we go. We're all the way at the end of the uh, podcast, guys. <laughs> how old do you guys think I am? First oh. person, first person to answer that question. How old do you think I am? How old did I turn on Sunday? First person to let me know how old I turned on Sunday. Um, in 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 the live on Thursday. Oh, on, on in we the go live, live on Thursday. Thursday. So we do, we do a live Q&A every Thursday for this podcast. You can find it on YouTube. If you don't have the time, I'm very sorry. But if you can make it, the first person to tell me what age I turned on Sunday will be this week's giveaway winner.
0: Let's go. Boom. So if you made it to
1: the end, you've listened all the way this far. You have been skipped rewarded. none of it. You are getting rewarded. I'm going to make sure it is the sickest giveaway I have done. Let's go. Devin's birthday giveaway. Hey. Let's go.
0: Last thing before we go. We broke 3,000 streams on our podcast. Oh, that's big too. Three is my favorite number. So, <gasps> we're going to make, we're and gonna, then four we're gonna make mine, the giveaway. So, let's hit it in
1: a week. No, I'm kidding.
0: We're going to make the giveaway sweet. Okay? We broke 3,000 plays. Our yearly goal was to break 10K. We only got 7,000 left. Mm-hmm. We we could totally a do it. little less
1: than a third of the way there. We could totally do it. Mm-hmm.
0: It's January. We're 33% there. We could totally do it. Um. Yeah, so that's a big thing. That was a big, big deal. Um, 3,000 plays. So thank you, guys. That's where I was going with. Thank you, guys.
1: Yeah, thank you, guys. It's been a, a great episode. We had a lot of rants. had a lot of good knowledge out there. But Passionate podcast. Passionate, passionate podcast. It's always been a good one. Thanks for listening, guys. Let's
0: go. All right, see you guys next week. Actually, we'll see you on Thursday. Thursday live stream.